everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. We are so glad that you're here. It's the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Coming live out of the basement, we are spreading this dissent and this mess across the U.S., creating problems wherever we go, and questioning every single hierarchy in existence. We are your weekly dose of... And uh, feet, Brian showing the feet on the feet of the video right now. Sorry, it threw me off. We are your weekly dose of uh, anarcho comedy, like I said. Uh, here to, you know, get people to move past the bullshit and uh, work towards something that works out for the rest of us, including the people doing all the real work, like cleaning up after everybody. You're the real heroes. We are Street Fight Radio. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We've been doing the show for seven years now. We are live broadcasting the show on our Patreon feed. If you're getting in there, if you got the physical zine coming, you're spending $5 a month, you get the bonus. You get to see us do it, watch our faces, see my uh, fly-ass Stacy House bootleg Gap shirt that I'm wearing, and... Uh, be a part of that the chat that's going on there too so we got people in there we'll mention them if they say something worthwhile Jeez, way to judge them <laughs> hey that's just how it works i'm all business here how's it going brett pretty good i've had a great week i started taking discount supplements from mark's grocery stores <laughs> good called, mood pills though. they're called sunny mood yeah i love them hey if they work they fucking work man. i mean it's like a plus even if it's a placebo it works right yeah, you seem like you're in a good mood today i am yeah, and I, last time mood. I was around you, you also seemed like you were in a in a sunny disposition. It's been a while. Brett's been kind of a bummer. Nah, he's not ever a bummer. He's just mad a lot. I was <laughs> mad for the past four months, probably. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're getting our lives back together. Okay, we we did a long road trip, and now we're we're getting our shit back together. I had a fucking insane day today. Okay, like just. Like you lost it and ran out. No, I and... was good. Okay. This is what's weird about today, actually, is I'm everybody knows I'm a fairly inattentive person. I don't know if I don't know if the listeners know that, but people in my life would know that like if I'm driving now, I know this is bad. I'm gonna preface this by saying it's bad. I don't pay a lot of attention to what I'm doing. Well, if I'm driving can be boring. It's very things like we've talked about. Brett and I talk about this all the time. I can't do anything without a podcast in my ears. Like I need noise 24 hours a day stimulus. I just need stimulus all the time. And anything I do that like just takes a few minutes. I need that. I, I, I can't like focus. So today uh, my kid was going somewhere. I had to drop, drop her off somewhere at 11 a.m. And people who know me know that 11 a.m. is like when you get up at like 4 a.m. That's what 11 a.m. is like for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. I can't. I, I get just, a stomach ache if I wake up that early. I know. I scream about it all day. I complain about it. Hence the beginning of this show is me talking about how I had to get up at 11 a.m. and do something. <laughs> so I get up and, uh, it's a 10 minute drive. I dropping her off somewhere because she will never walk anywhere ever. That's not her thing. That's what I do. I, I walk. So 
I take her, I, I put on a hoodie. It's fucking 95 degrees and humid. I put on a hoodie, but without a shirt under it. Ooh, there's <laughs> metal teeth <laughs> just run your chest. Yeah. Cause I'm just like getting in the car and driving for, and I don't put shoes on. Okay. And I get in a car and I take her and I drop is that her off. legal. It is very le- barefoot is legal. barefoot is legal. I dare you should, to go you should know that you don't have to wear shoes ever. You do like to go into a place. I want you to fucking, you know, wear shoes like at the store. I know that the, I know that our barefoot listeners, our barefoot activist listeners are going to be mad at me for saying, put on shoes before you go in a store. I don't, I just don't want to see your feet. I don't think anybody's shoes are cleaner than someone's feet. (laughs) Them shoes. A lot of people's shoes they've had for like 12 years and shit. Sure. They got so much grime built on them. I'd rather I'd take a freshly washed foot. I don't know, man. I like shoes. I like I like shoes. I like to put a li- for me at least. I like to put a little rubber between me and the ground. Well, <laughs> I I I've uh, invested in some sticky pads that just go on the bottom of my feet to kind of add a thin layer of protection. Yeah, <laughs> John Shea said the troops wear boots, so we don't have to. That's true. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Barefoot oh. is legal. Posted that yeah. on Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, so so that's I, one thing. I mean, I'm thankful for the troops for that. Yeah. And sandals are fine, Michael. And in the chat, Michael asked if sandals are okay. And I'm totally okay with sandals. I actually. I'm sandaled. Was probably one of the very early adopters of the Nike sandals that with like all the wraps. And the, like I was very early on those. I got them like the first edition of Nike with them sandals. With massaging pegs on the bottom? No, they didn't have the pegs. They were oh. like. These were like more Tiva style. Okay. Like they weren't slides. They had like around the top and a, around the ankle and also around the front. You, you the, know what like, I'm saying? Webbing. Yeah. And they were like, a no, it was like what leather. It was suede, man. A suede sandal S- from Nike. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't act like you don't remember the suede remember Nike sandals. So I was very early adopter on them. I told my parents I wanted a pair of $60 sandals and they yelled at me and then went and bought them. <laughs> and, um, Sounds like you. <laughs> Well, that is the the Brian Quinby way of doing everything. It's your father's way, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want this. Oh, God damn it. Who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, let's go. That's, God damn. I guess I got to do it. That's me. That's, I can't. I, now I can't watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. So I decide uh, I'm driving home and this guy in front of me, we're driving down a road that's 25 miles an hour. It's downhill. It's a very easy road. No stop signs, no lights. And this person wants to jaywalk with their dog. Right. And I'm like, go ahead. Wait a minute. There's three cars on the road. There's sure. a guy in front of me, me and a guy behind me. Instead, this the dude in front of me decides for all of us that he's going to sh- stop and let this person jaywalk across the road. Okay. I'm like, whatever. I stop. But the whole time I'm stopping, I'm like, that person can fucking wa-. like I'm mad already. And then boom, I get rear ended by some rich teen and like oh, no. I just nailed the back of my fucking car. You got rear ended. Yeah. Boom. By a guy, by a dude named Hudson. Oh so, God! Was, was he listening to Migos? <laughs> I, I do not know, but it what was, was he driving? <laughs> uh, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, like oh. a decent Jeep yeah. kind of car. Yeah, and it just nailed my car, and I was so fucking tired. Yeah, that sucks when you think that you're like 
you can keep your brain on like quarter speed because yes. you, you just woke up. You're going to drop her off and then go right back to bed. You like still stay a little bit of sleep. So that way you can go right back to bed. I do this thing where I squint the whole time because sure. like, I have to take you my wife to work every morning at 830 and I just squint the whole drive because I'm like, if I open them all the way, it's going to be harder to go back to sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> just driving like with with my eyes just completely almost shut and like maybe one eye open like I'm just. I can see with one eye. So I get out of the damn, I screamed a cuss word because not because this kid hit me. I like, I really do feel like I feel for the person that hits you and that hits you when it's their fault, because I've been the person whose fault it is a few times in my life. So I felt for that, this kid, because it was just like, we shouldn't have been stopped, you know? Like, yeah. I wanted to tell him, like, dude, we shouldn't have been stopped. But he was freaked out because he's a teen and he gets out of the car and he's a teen. He gets out of the car. He just heard this adult man that's dressed like shit. He's not wearing shoes like a fucking <laughs> yeah. caveman yeah, standing he, in the middle of the fucking street. Like, like, oh, no, this slovenly hillbilly doesn't <laughs> even have an undershirt. Exactly. Fucking exact. Because I was. Like, I hope I have my tennis racket with me. I can bonk him over the head. <laughs> and I was so hot. I'm like, I'm like this. I'm like, I got. I'm. I'm trying to get cool, and I'm like, I could just let me unzip. Oh, can't unzip because I'm. I'm shirtless under this. Uh, I thought you had to call the police when you got in an accident. You don't. I know you don't. I learned that today. You do if you need like a witness. I don't. We didn't need one. It was his fault for sure. You know. Yeah. All rear ends are the person behind you's fault. They should have been paying attention. Right. That's a lesson for you people out there that have never been in an accident. So anyway, you know, his parents are like, Hudson, we're taking away the Xbox 360. It's only PS4 exclusives games for this month, Buster Brown. Yeah. So this, this, I call the cops, the cops come and they're like, we, which sorry, I called the cops. I am a certified cop. Yeah, caller I know. Now. Cop caller. Hashtag. I thought you had to call the police to mm-hmm. get the report, to get the insurance, to pay for it. That's always been my understanding is like the insurance ain't going to pay for it unless the police come and do whatever the fucking police do. As soon as he pulled up, he was like, do you like want to file a report? And I was like, hell no. I never want to. Rep- sure. You Can I just like get a tattoo that says, no, I don't want to file a report because I never want to file a report. Put it in my record yeah. it's like a do not resuscitate thing so yeah yeah but they yeah so he came and he left and and kind of we traded information and i went home and called the insurance company and you know i tried to be nice i tried to make this kid feel better about himself you know i was like ah you know he's not gonna get to play water polo with his buddies yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he, gonna get he's cab, cabin privileges taken away. No, his car is perfectly fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with his car. His, like that's what I wanted to tell him. I wanted to sit him down on the curb and like kind of put my arm around him and be like, "You're a rich white kid. <laughs> nothing bad is ever gonna happen to you." Yeah. <laughs> be free from sorrow and trouble. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i actually um i did i had the cops called one time and this on an accident which was a good one because i was driving down the road 
and someone in the far right lane pulled completely across it, like to do a basically a U-turn on a four-lane road from nice. the far right. Yeah, That's a Brian Quinby maneuver, I would call it. Yeah, pretty much it seemed like, <laughs> oh, we're going the wrong way. <laughs> Rip the wheel. Yeah. yeah. I hit them completely in the side, and they get out, and they were screaming and yelling at me saying, you did this. Oh, my God. You hit me. Why did you hit me? Didn't you see me? And they started screaming. And I just sat there with like a smirk on my face and was like, I didn't do shit. You know, like there was yeah. no way that it looked like I did anything. So I'm like, we'll call the police then and let them decide. The cop shows up. They showed up. This person, it was crazy because I hit them sideways and this glass just blew up like all over their face. And oh, they, got, shit. they got cuts and shit on their like foreheads. There was like blood coming it's down their, their fault. Forehead. It's like, yeah. you're, you're also going to get punished for this too. Yeah. <laughs> And so when the cop shows up and looks and like he's this person is screaming once again, um, I just sit there and I, I just said plainly what happened. It, he turned in front of me and he goes and comes around and comes back and talks to us and says, yeah, there's no way that there's no reason you should have been completely sideways on this road under any conditions. There's no way that he could have been able to hit you like that <laughs> yeah. in your driver's side door yeah. on this road. That was, I mean, my first, the, one of the first accidents I was ever in was in a car with another friend and this hillbilly just fucking T-boned us, man, while we were driving. Car does the spin around. This fucking guy gets out of his, it's so not our fault. He gets out of his car and just yells, ain't this a bitch? I don't have insurance and starts <laughs> screaming at us. And I was like, this is not going to go well. So I'm, I've been in intense car accident situations. Yeah. But when I'm involved in a car accident situation, I'm not trying to get it to be intense. I don't hate the person who hit me ever. I don't care. Yeah. You know, uh, it, look, what's going to happen is some people are going to pass some fucking paperwork around. They're going to fix my car. And then this is all going to be forgotten about and nothing is going to change at all. You know, what's funny is when I did my, uh, when I did my, uh, accident report this winter, when I fucked up the trunk lid, I did nothing. Like I basically ran into that guy. And then he was like, well, nothing happened to my vehicle. And I'm like, all right, you're good to go then. I didn't get any of the information. I didn't take his license plate down or anything. I just called up the insurance and they were like, okay, so do you have the driver's information? I was like, no. They're like, did you file a police report? And I was like, no. They're like, do you have do you, what kind of a vehicle? No. Do you have the license plate? No. I don't know anything about it. Just I fucking, it's my fault. Here's the claim. Brett really is the sovereign citizen of this show. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there doesn't need to be any goddamn paperwork involved in this thing, okay? Right. You go. Well, I like at first I got out of my car and I just wanted to tell him to leave because I wanted to go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say it was a hit and run. Yeah, just well, it's okay. So anyway, like the reason I wanted to bring this up other than to even tell a story was the conversation I had to have with the insurance company seems, I don't know if other people have had this, but it seems like fraught with like traps and landmines. Like every question they asked me, my brain started doing that math. Like in the meme. Yeah. <laughs> like how should I answer this question? Yeah. Is it going to screw me over? So, like, I, oh, you don't have any records of the last time your brakes were serviced. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was just like, hey, uh, she she asked me how it happened. And I tried to be real cool about it and be like, well, the, the car. And then I told him about the car in front of me stopping to be polite, which I hate. I'm still mad about that. 
now because now I have to deal with all this stuff because that person was like, go ahead, just anytime. That's not what the that's not what you do in the road. That's not the game of jaywalking. And I think that like Uber has Uber and Lyft have just completely ruined what people think you can do on a road. And that like, I really think that like, I've never seen so many people stop. Yeah. Just stop. And like, they'll turn on their hazards and just sit there like, like, Oh, (laughs) we got something going on here. Yeah. Like people think there was a time where like you maybe turned your hazards on if your goddamn car was going to blow up and you had to drive on the side, or if you were towing somebody with some crazy rope, which is something that I have done many times, you turn your fucking hazards on. But now it's become a regular thing where you can just stop in the middle of the road, bang them hazards on. And then if somebody fucking rear ends you, it's probably going to be considered their fault. Like, and, and, and we need to not stop just this no more stopping <laughs> like this. You can't. That, no, man. Grubhub got to pull up perpendicular, <laughs> throwing them hazards and get someone in their subway. You, do you do you get one? Like, the, I know the what you mean. It does is... seem more free. I mean, people are just running sideways, catty corner. I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I feel like. But the game of jaywalking is the cars are going to go. You're competing against the cars. And, like, you can lose pretty hard at that game. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta stand for just three cars. To three pass cars. On. That's all. But man, that it's like be- double dutch. Just one, two, <laughs> three, go. Yeah, but that that woman on the phone that was asking me the questions was trying to be nice, but it just made me feel like well, you, I, you were I also could- trying not to put the blame on the guy. Not really. I was kind. Of, that's well, maybe, well, that was the thing. Maybe I just stopped too fast. No, for him. that's not what I said. Because she even asked me, "Did I leave a safe distance?" And I was like, "Look, I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, this was I was good." And and I wanted to tell her, like, "Listen, a lot of people out there might think that I'm not paying attention to the road. I was actually paying to the, attention to the road today wow. for this accident. Wow. Okay." This is this. Was, I usually tweet. The last time I did a claim, last time I had an accident, I was tweeting. But today, <laughs> I was fine. Nothing, no distractions. Yeah. Uh, well, there weren't any distractions. I was driving and looking straight forward as if I was going to go home. So, and and they kind of she asked like a few other questions, and I just feel like I feel like they're trying to trap you so they don't have to pay the claim, and that might even not be happening. But it, I get full of anxiety when I have to talk to an insurance company about anything. Because I feel like they have these, like, lists of things that they try to trick you into saying so that you they don't have to pay for it. Maybe that's not true. But that I'll tell you this. That's how all the other business in the world runs. And I don't put it past, like, insurance companies to do that because they're a really bad business. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that, I, I don't know of any with the, I've never had any experience with the uh, car version of that. Yeah. Just the home version. Well, yeah. And, and, or like even with medical insurance, they'll, you know, they'll ask like the, the classic trick is to add like, Oh, did that happen? Like ha- how long has this been hurting? And then if you, you, you got fooled with one, with what your breakdancing injury. Oh yeah. You, <laughs> you, they got you on one. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had wrist problems and it was most likely because I was required to throw 80 boxes an hour for 10 hours a day. Um, But what happened was when I tried to 
to start breakdancing. I got a breakdancing VHS tape. <laughs> and when I was trying some shit out, I was like, you know, my wrist on my right side does not bend at all. And then I found out I had this giant growth in it. And that was because of throwing boxes. Like it was, it, I mean, it's, it's called like the, it's a ganglion cyst. Yeah. Like a Bible. You get a carpal fucking tunnel, dude. Yeah. You got fucked up by work, and then you told a doctor that you were breakdancing, and he was like, nah, it's probably the breakdancing. There's no way it was the... the Yeah, I wanted him to fix my wrist, and he was like, well, we can't do this under FMLA or your insurance coverage because it's... Or we can't do this under hazard or whatever it is, like, because it wasn't an on-the-job injury. It's because I was breakdancing in my free time. <laughs> Not because I was throwing fucking boxes, cases of jeans, 48 fucking pairs of cargo shorts in one box. And I'm hoisting it over my head, you know, with my wrist bent back. Yeah. 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 You were probably lifting wrong all the time. Oh, with fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Only with my back. I don't think there's, any I have way, a herniated disc from that place. I don't think there's really any way in capitalism and I, I, that you can't fuck your wrist up. No, like in I mean, almost all the every kind of work requires that that you're supposed to do like that. Your wrist is the thing that's going to get fucked no matter what you're doing. I don't know if there's anything I don't. I think that like the way that we work now, like we none of us have wrists when we get old. It just completely tears the thing up, you know? Yeah. I mean, so much of jobs is moving just tiny tasks or like yeah moving left and right all day doing a spreadsheet or typing or like so many people have carpal tunnel that don't really do anything about it ever and uh you know we gotta do work cycling we gotta get them in the fields yeah so they can work their fucking fingers out i mean you love the voice activated shit like yeah. you're fine with all that. Not everybody's okay with I'm that. I'm super like, down I, with that. I don't like it at all. Like, it, like talking to things is like going to take a lot of getting used to for okay. me. Okay. But, uh, that might be a way we just, I think it's, I think we have to like robots should be loading trucks. Sure. Right now. Robots should be not only loading trucks, but like my brother's in here. He's producing the show. He's a mover. He should be able to put a box on a fucking robot and have the robot take it to the truck (laughs) and still get paid the same amount of fucking money. Like we have the robots. Let's do this thing. You know, let's not fuck our wrist. Let's fuck our wrist up. Like, like trying to shred on guitar or break dancing. But what if you get a robot wrist? I would take that. I would, I would take one now. Like I can't hold myself up with my wrist now because of my pain. Uh, so let's do our first story this week. Okay. I got this from vice. This week, and it's just a small little thing, and uh, I, 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 uh, it's just something that fascinates me. The planned summit between Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong Un is one hundred percent off, but the commemorative coin minted for the occasion is now twenty percent off at the White House's online gift shop. If you act now. Uh, I was excited to see that on. Yeah. On Thursday, Trump pulled out of the summit between the U S and North Korea that was scheduled for June 12th in Singapore telling Kim in a letter, it is inappropriate at this time to have this long plan meeting due to increasing tensions, but you can still buy commemorative trip coin for the trip that never happened at the white house gift shop. Is Trump the first, uh, like real grifter in there that is like actually selling. Stuff. Have they all, have they always had that stuff? 
I guess there's probably been a White House gift shop. Yeah, and they probably did sell a lot of Obama stuff. Sure. It's embarrassing. Some Obama coins are out floating out there, I bet. Yeah. That is embarrassing now. Like, they're, we've talked about this before, but like, they build all this honor. We just coming off of Memorial Day, too. It's like, that's the time where they talk most about honor. And like, it's so cheap. Like, the whole goddamn thing is so cheap. And right. they're all selling like knickknacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Gold rimmed <laughs> plates. Yeah. It's that. I Trump mean, teddy bears. Those Trump teddy bears. People have been sending, uh, Photos of those in like real life, like at the oil change place. Like there's Trump teddy bears being advertised. Yeah, weren't those like eighty bucks or something? Oh, I think they were like twenty five. Twenty. Well, okay. It's like well, twenty four ninety five. Too much. But yeah, <laughs> I have to look it up because I thought they were like extra. You might have seen something. It was like two discount of twenty four. Oh, yeah. A lot of they do a lot of that now. Every commercial now is payments. Nineteen ninety five. It's, I love making payments. Well, yeah, flex pay. Sign flex me up for, pay. Yeah, I have a feeling flex pay is a ripoff, but um, so who, how many of these coins do you think they had mint minted? I mean, they had to have had a ton because the trip coin was on sale for twenty percent off as of, as of Thursday morning, down from twenty four ninety five to nineteen ninety five. Okay, the coin now on presale at the White House gift shop isn't identical to the original White House Communications Agency coin. It features Trump, Kim, and President Moon Jae In of South Korea, and comes in a black velvet coin case. Nice, <laughs> break that out for parties, right? Yeah. Well, he, you know, this also brings up like, like when you start talking about like dystopia and you start talking about how scary and, and like kind of fascist this is and how it's like not even like a new kind. Cause it's like the president is selling coins with his face on them and he's selling teddy bears and he's got his own fucking hat and he like the president has a hat, dude. Sure. Like he, like there is a hat. If you're down with him. <laughs> yeah, you got to go buy the fucking hat. Right. You know? And like uh, this military parade that he's doing. Have you seen the no. thing about that? He's doing an enormous military parade. Okay. And, and they're going to march through the street. He wants to see the full might and power of the military. In D.C.? In D.C. have a march through the streets like they do. Like the yeah, videos like, they used to show us of Russia and stuff. Yeah. He wants to do one. He's like, I want to do one of those. There's North man. Korea videos. Been wanting to do one of those things. So like somebody Are they doing even, it for 4th of July. Um, I'm going to, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Cause I, I didn't, I didn't have the news story. Cause I was, I wasn't planning to talk about it. I actually, the reason I've been thinking about it today is because somebody said for the amount of money that uh, he, for the amount of money that he's spending on this parade, he could have a house and full health care for every veteran of the war. Like that's, he's spending a lot of fucking money yeah. to, uh, to, to do this it'll military parade. parade. Yeah. That's scary, man. Are we going to have to go there and fucking be like, like anti, anti yeah, because the like, anti-patriot. Yeah. I wonder if there are going to be people like protesting against it. Cause of course. that's also like for liberals, um, they, yeah. they, they also feel like they have to be there. So it's the people that march against the military parade are going to be looked at as 
the bad people yeah. by everybody. Like, it's going to be another one of those fucking things where we're all the bad people because we're protesting against the bad stuff. Right. So, um, yeah, they just passed a bill on this military parade. So we can read into this, Brett. Let's read into this military parade. What would, why, I mean, what, how much are they making on them coins? Twenty twenty dollars for a coin. <laughs> Brett's gonna. Brett's. I want to get a commemorative coin. <laughs> Brett's getting looking. Brett's with a looking black at velvet coins. case. <laughs> street fight coins. Get ready for the street fight coin with gumball on the front of it. Coming I mean, soon. Imagine. Just think about that though. Like, hey, come here. Let me show you something. There, someone reaches into their desk drawer and they're like, "Here it is," and they open up this little case. And it's a commemorative coin for an event that never happened. For, just because it has a picture of the president yeah, on it. That's the that thing. That is cool. I mean, let's get let's write that down. I'll write that in the to-do gonna, list of our one. of our spreadsheet now to look into Street Fight um, memorial coins. Okay. Maybe we can take that piece of silver somebody got us and put shavings of it in each coin okay so people are like i have some of the official street fight non-fiat currency <laughs> right spread the wealth around yeah the house of representative voted on thursday to reauthorize funds for the military thursday a massive bill that greenlights a base budget of roughly this number is going to make you sick can't wait 640 billion dollars for wow. national defense in the next wow. fiscal year i mean Oh, wow. How can you not know you're the bad guys if you have to spend that much money on <laughs> weapons? <laughs> how can how can we not see who we are right now? Yeah, that's a lot of resources that I I mean, I just, I just it never makes sense to me because I don't feel like we have the money to spend there. When we, you know, everybody talks about, you know, taking care of America and they just never do that. You know, there's never enough money to repair schools and bridges and all that stuff. There's always money. There's always six hundred and forty billion dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There. Yes. Exactly. There's six hundred and forty billion dollars for killing people. Yeah. Always. And uh, and they have good killing stuff from last year. That you be just fine at killing. I yeah, I've listened to what a hell of a way to die a lot. Talk about uh, the kinds of things like the the they force new technology on them because somebody needs to make money from sure. making the new technology, and it's all it's and there's always money for it. The bill would give large amounts of latitude to the Secretary of Defense to decide which small arms and munitions are appropriate for display in such a parade. The Pentagon would also have discretion in in determining the particular participation of military units that can perform in the parade language in the bill would prohibit the use of motorized vehicles aviation platforms or operational military units if the secretary finds that using such resources would affect their readiness because we always got to be ready because we're always causing fucking problems aren't we <laughs> we always got to be ready still language over the uh they're going to have a heavy air component, Brett. I'm fine. Everybody, gonna, everybody likes that. This is going to be. The Blue Angels are showing up. Oh, I love. God, man. I wish the Blue Angels they're weren't just, military. I wish they were just like. I wish the Blue Angels were like. Renegade just pilots. A cool fucking 
dudes that got airplay. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're doing Just, tricks and stuff. It's like the best guy at the skate park, but like <laughs> the best guy at the airfield. Yeah. Why can't they be? That's why air shows are such like propaganda. Yeah. Things. It's all like military and stuff doing tricks a lot of times. Like, unless there's wing. Somebody please tell me if they do like carny type air shows where they have like do they do it anymore? Wing walkers and stuff like Ooh, that. I would, I would love that. Yeah. I want to see a wing walker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, everybody wants to see that. Uh, it doesn't tell how much they're going to spend on this parade. Uh, it's not going to have any tanks. They think that oh, that's, that's probably sucks. in bad taste. <laughs> Why? That's I what don't people want to see. Like that's what we think. That's what the that's the toys that we played with, right? Yeah. That's the app when I download Mini Commando on my iPhone, it has tanks in it. Well, they don't use tanks anymore though. They don't? Like the military really doesn't even like I mean, what would they use a fucking tank for, dude? <laughs> I don't know. The tanks are all sitting in somebody's yard right now. And some guy saying, I'm going I'm to get it running. I think <laughs> like, that's all where all the out tanks in VFW are. halls. Yeah. And some guy sits in there all the time and said, I'll probably, I'm probably going to work on this when I retire. Maybe uh, this military. They should just have some, I mean, everybody should get to drive a tank. We should have a tank. We, the, we should take the tanks out of commission, but then put them in like a public library system where you get to drive them. It's going to be November 11th, Veterans Day. Fun. We got to go. We're going to have to go there and protest like we did for the inauguration and then have people hate us. And get shot by a tank. There ain't going to be no tanks, dude. Well, the police have tanks. The police yeah. still use tanks. <laughs> the police, yeah, because they're, they're very intimidating looking in the streets. <laughs> like That's why the, the police have tanks, because we need to be intimidated. The, the people in the military actually can't use tanks because they're not. I mean, I guess Obama took a, away all their firepower. Oh, yeah. And he made them all wear high heels. That's what they always say. He made them march in high heels. Uh, yeah. Somebody. <laughs> uh, so uh, Steve Orange, God rest his soul. He's moving from Columbus. So with oh. you're considered dead when yeah. you move away from you're Columbus. Skelly, you're skelly now. <laughs> Said they had wing walkers at the Cleveland Air Show when he was a kid. Ooh, so okay. there were wing, there used to be wing walkers. I just want to see tricks, dude. I don't need like to know the killing power yeah. of some airplane. Like it's such a horrible thing that like there's things like air airplane is like, or, or like space exploration. Like it all has to be strategic. And that's what bums me out about it. It's like, fuck man. Why is it gotta yeah. be strategic stuff? But I mean, it goes without saying that like whatever money that they're going to spend on this is going to like, could have gone to fucking anything else. All yeah. of the things that they say that they can't give us. And, you know, obviously the Republicans don't see, obviously the Republicans kind of look at it like, we don't want to give it to you. Sure. <laughs> it's not that they can't, but the Democrats often say they can't. So that's what I'm going with. So that's what's going on with uh, our government. Donald Trump right fun. now. That's fun. Roseanne got fired this week. Uh, Roseanne's Seen it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Pretty stupid. I mean, she's been awful for a really long time, though. So I got yelled at. And by her, uh, like three or four years ago, something about, um, uh, shit. I forgot the name of it. Palestine. 
And mm. she was pretty mad about something I said regarding Palestine. Damn, getting yelled at by Roseanne, huh? Yeah, I didn't remember what it was. I got yelled at by Ricky Gervais once. He fucking... Like he he posted something to like own me or whatever, and then deleted it real fast. So I saw it, but then his people didn't see it. I was like, Ricky Gervais, that's a dirty move. You gotta leave your owns up there, please. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was like a big story this week. That like has has ignited like a debate on what is racist throughout all of Facebook right now. Like yeah. that's been. That's been the argument. It's un- man, it makes me want to beat my head against the wall. It's just so unfortunate because time and time again you say these people are racist, right? These yeah. people on the right are racist. And you know, they're not outwardly saying anything like that. But if you give them enough time, they just go there, you know? There's no like respect there's just not a respectable side of it when this when this became like we're going to listen to what trump voters have to say and it's like okay what have we been telling you the whole time they are race they say racist shit (laughs) this is why people think that it's not really worthy of giving them a fucking platform you know you're exactly they do they're uh, they whenever they get the chance to say something they say something racist. I understand conservative values. I could completely understand someone having a uh, a TV show where they want to talk about saving and credit and doing that properly and bootstraps and principles and all that stuff. But y'all are a bunch of just fucking slack jawed racists. Yeah, always. It always boils it down comes, to. I mean, you just like the guy that the guy that got caught, the lawyer in New York City. Screaming at people just because they were speaking fucking Spanish, you know? And it's like, this is what we've been saying the whole time. Nobody cares about people being speaking Spanish except for you hateful fuckers. Yeah. You're the only people. You get mad because you have to press two yeah. for English. Like, they get fired up about that. Like, people really do get mad. These people get mad because people are speaking Spanish. And listen, let's just say, let's just put it out there right now. The left, we know how to get somebody kicked off TV. The right... You know how to get people elected and hold all the uh, wheels of power. Sure. There's a trade-off. <laughs> but we can get TV shows canceled, which isn't exactly. I mean, I'd rather have some I'd rather have a racist TV show and control over the governorship. Well, I I think like the thing about Roseanne was I I wasn't watching it. Like I so no, I, I didn't can't see comment. One of them on what they were doing and they've removed it from I know Hulu they now. erased they, it and like this never happened folks that was a bad idea yeah yeah I feel for the people that worked with her really like a bunch of people just lost their jobs because yeah. that idiot couldn't not be racist like she has such a hard she had such a hard time like not all you have to do in 2018 is just like you can you have to be subtly racist, basically. Like you can't do a, a Roseanne or a Hulk Hogan. That's about the you have to go so far, so far before they fire you. But it's you shitty know? also to type it out. I mean, you it's not like an off the cuff comment, you know, that, that came out wrong. It's something that you wrote out and then click send. Yeah, and she like so yeah, yeah. Well, she she said so. That's the big thing is she now says that it was ambient tweeting. Sure, whatever, um, fine. 
I want to say that like I love Ambien. Like I've been really like leading the charge on the pro Ambien tweeting this week. But I am going to say that every single time I've taken Ambien, I've ended up like out wandering around my neighborhood or, or driving somewhere or standing in a store. So it Ambien makes you do wild stuff. And like this person in the this person in the uh, chat right now said, Ambien never made me racist, but it did make me put all my clothes in the washing mati- machine at 4 a.m. and then go back to bed <laughs> because it it really does like it does take it does take you over and make you do things. It is not going to make you racist. Though. Well, it's kind of like so. Then this is like the Mel Gibson defense, which is like. Normally, when I'm coherent, I do not outwardly say racist things. I just think them in my head. But when I get inebriated, then I lose my filter and actually just say racist stuff or sexist shit. Do you believe that? Do do you have that thing? No, I don't fucking believe it whatsoever. I don't either. I think she was being an edgy comic and and, uh, thought that she was, you know, uh, trying to, yeah, just being an edgy comic. That's all it is. Oh my you god! You know those fucking people, you know don't give it. You know don't give a shit, and that's the problem. <laughs> John in the chat said it made my girlfriend buy every season of Ducktales on Amazon. <laughs> like Ambien really does. Like oh. it, 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 it removes some fucking thing. I don't know what it is. Inhibition. You well, you don't feel hot. No, because I'm not inhibited. To when you're do sleeping, weird, though, man. like this person isn't like so. The person that said that they put all their clothes in the washing machine, they weren't like always holding back putting all the clothes in the washing machine. You know what I mean? It wasn't uninhibited. It was. It made him. It made him put all of his clothes in the washing machine. <laughs> like it made them want to do it, and they do it. And that to me is like. But Mel Gibson did the same thing. He did go to rehab. So I feel like that used to be a thing where you could go to rehab and then we would forgive you for racism. Sure. But I think now that people are more open about their drug use, you can't do that anymore because so many people use drugs and they never call anybody sugar tits and they never like call a black person a monkey and stuff like that. It's just there aren't very like contrary to what is believed about like oh the outrage the online outrage machine not a lot of people really lose their jobs from this stuff they have a difficult few weeks and then it it ro- it washes over and then it's gone it has ruined people's lives i guess that woman that was on the airplane you remember the woman that was on the airplane that posted something like really vile about africa while she was on her way to africa <laughs> And then, like, on the flight there. Some AIDS joke. Yeah, and she became the talk of every person on the internet on the flight there. And then got off the plane and was like, you don't have a job anymore, lady. Right. Like, it might have ruined her a little bit. But again, she just crossing. But nobody knows. She could bounce back. Yeah. 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 Roseanne doesn't deserve to bounce back, dude. She doesn't. Like why? why yeah, we don't she need be it. Allowed? Like that's the I same mean, thing with Hulk Hogan. I keep saying that about Hulk Hogan. I mean, like he doesn't. He just doesn't. Des- like, well, this why is, does he deserve to get to be famous again? That's true. 
Yeah, that yeah, and that's what sucks about all of this is that they keep going back to the well to like these old legends or whoever, but everybody in the public and everybody that's active online knows their shitheads. Like Rosanna's been a piece of shit on Twitter for five or six years now. Yeah. Like the the extremely tuned in public knows how fucking awful she is as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I think that a lot of like the reason for that show because I did see, I mean, she's like publicly bad in that, like you're going to put a TV show together and you hire someone that's garbage. Yeah. That, you know, is probably going to say things that are going to bother people too. The ultimate warrior is a really good one. Cloud runner in the, uh, in the chat brought up the ultimate warrior where it's like the WWE gives an ultimate warrior award. We had uh, Rob Rousseau on to talk about that. Who had a? Did you see his tweet recently? <laughs> God, they wrote us. They he's been written about uh, on Fox News now because he posted. I would rather my daughter date M- somebody from MS thirteen than a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, they named an award after this guy that said really vile shit, and it's like, well, why did he get a redemption? You know why? Did, yeah. Why? I don't want to give these people redemptions. There's. We don't need to do that. There's plenty of people waiting in the wings who aren't going to be racist if if giving given a shot. If if you gave me, you know, give me the Roseanne time slot, and I promise I won't post anything racist yeah. or do anything racist on it. I promise, you know, give me a damn Netflix show, and I'm not gonna say I don't think there's much of a risk of me saying anything like intentionally racist. Obviously, you know, white guys step on their dicks a lot, but like, but I've seen, but some of the guys that I respect, even that have aged and still have learned from, learned from their lessons, you know, and, uh, I mean, there's a way to operate in the world and, you know, you got to just learn. That's all it is. Do better. And, you know, there's plenty of people, like you said, waiting to, for that opportunity to make something funny and make something real and make something engaging that aren't aren't going to uh, just straight up be a shit, you know. And like, like, wh- why do we even? Why are these? Why did the? Who was standing behind Roseanne? Who wants her, a person that calls black people apes, to be a representative of your fucking movement or somebody that you stand up for? Yeah. But or- what does that do for your your side? Your I just don't get it. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, and doesn't be- that, doesn't that like, I hate this. I hate to bring up the like free market or whatever, but I guess like the market decided in a way that it doesn't like that, that like for entertainment, it doesn't allow this sort of thing, you know, like the, the market doesn't allow for this sort of behavior. You're kicked off. And like, I look, somebody in the chat is talking about Colin Kaepernick. A dude, he is out of his profession. He doesn't work anymore because he took a stand. And nobody's mad about him using his free speech on national TV, like for and getting like blackballed from the thing that he's done. Like that to me is like I would maybe even it's this is the same thing that's come up a lot when we talk about like guns rights people who are like, we need guns so that the government doesn't trample on us. And then the feds go and like uh, raid legal marijuana dispensaries. And where are the gun guys? Like, aren't you supposed to be standing in front of this place? It's my right. It's state's right sort of thing. And they like never show up for anything like that. They only 
they only show up for their sorts of things but yeah and and, and uh Colin Kaepernick is a great example of somebody who didn't he didn't even say anything racist he didn't say anything wrong no he expressed an opinion that is backed up by like a lot of statistics and facts you know like uh, there you can back up most of what uh, everything that he said and he's great like he's really great in the community like he's sending people to school he's teaching people their rights and and all of these things and he's like a villain and but we need to fight so that Roseanne can have her free speech, which means that she gets to be on TV at nine o'clock every night on a channel that goes through the fucking air on an antenna. Right. The most accessed entertainment on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't give it too much thought until right now. Yeah. I, I just, it, it's again, it's just the, the like, I know that there's a double standard. I know that I'm saying something that people say all the time, but it's just, it needs to sometimes be reiterated that like <laughs> she, she doesn't need a redemption. These people aren't guaranteed a redemption and yeah. her, especially she doesn't deserve one. She's not a call. Kogan does not deserve redemption. Colin Kaepernick shouldn't, need to ask for redemption if that makes sense yeah do, do you know what i'm saying like he did nothing wrong but he has to you know they they want him to apologize or something before he can come out and i am yeah. seeing that people are uh that nfl players are trying they're talking about holding out until he's signed by a team this year because he, he deserves to be he is he deserves to be he did nothing wrong well, and he is a he isn't a small group of people, which is NFL quarterbacks, and there's not a lot of those around like that can play the game at that level. Yeah, and they just decided they don't need him anymore because if they have him, he's more trouble. Because they're 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 giving penalties well, now for kneeling. I was gonna say that just came down the wire. Is that I think they're gonna let them stay in the locker rooms. You don't have to be there for the national anthem, but you can't kneel during it. Which you're fucking crazy if you don't think it'll be a problem if they don't. Like the the people who decide not to come out, that yeah. will end up being a problem too. For sure, it, they they're not gonna let them get away. They want them to stand up and like respect the USA. For like, oh god, I hate I hate the NFL. I I actually last night I had crappy oats on and we on the third show we kind of talked about the big baseball league and the football leagues and you know obviously I talked about WWE and stuff and I'm just like there's no solution to this you know competition doesn't work because the dream of so many people is to be in these places yeah so there isn't a competition like nobody's gonna be like oh i'm gonna go to the xfl <laughs> you know like i'd rather go to the xfl than the nfl because i like how they pay their players you know they want to go to the nfl That's yeah they want super bowl ring as we have to collectivize and nationalize all the major leagues they yeah. need to just be like the teams need to be owned by the city and the league needs to just be a loose collection of like the way they did the NWA. Yeah. <laughs> send some, uh, send a representative from each city to vote and make decisions. And then boom, it's over. Take the fucking power back. Absolutely. I, I just, yeah, that 
that yeah irredeemable is uh john in the chat said irredeemable is a word for a reason and yeah i mean i i i would i i was thinking you're right actually what i kept thinking about was like being in that position and i like you said i have a nine o'clock p.m eastern standard time time slot on the big channels and i type that out and fucking send it out there and it blows up and ruins all of these things but like her family's not going to disown her. Her friends are just going to be like, you know, that was really stupid of you to do that. And she's not going to be hung for it. You know, but she's not going to like suffer for it. Right. I mean, she's, she's going to get a job on like Fox news or something. Yeah. They're, they're already like, I mean, they're already rallied behind her now. Like that's the reason I brought this up. Cause we don't like really talk about this stuff usually, but we do like to cover what's happening sometimes on Facebook and that is what's happening on Facebook right now. It's just, it's just meme after meme of I stand behind Roseanne. And like, look, you can say I, nobody is. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's happening. That's the conversation right now. And it's all this, the usual suspects. The, the same people are standing behind Roseanne that stand behind every. Yeah. Don't tread on me. Thing. flags. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're getting towards the end of the show. I want to do a story that I, I just... Like, I mean, my wife's reaction was pretty good. She was completely disgusted by it. Oh, really? When I read it to her, she was just like, ew, just fucking grossed out. Because yeah. she doesn't pay... She tries to pay attention, but she's lost interest pretty quick. She doesn't care. I understand. She doesn't care. Yeah, she just doesn't care. Which so is- then she was like, what's wrong with Roseanne? And I was like, this is what's wrong with Roseanne. And she was like, ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> Who says that? What? We don't like Roseanne. Why don't we like Roseanne? Your, yeah. your wife is real good about like, if we tell her we don't like something, she's like, why don't we like that? And then we tell her, and she's like, ew, I don't like that now. She gets it pretty. I mean, I that's what I like about it. She doesn't know any sort of the theory or the thoughts behind it, but she gets with the program very quickly. Yeah. Trump did respond all, by the way, too. Trump had to say something about Roseanne, too. He loves her? Well, she, yeah, she loves him. Yeah. You know? One of my dearest friends, right? Yeah. Probably did some apprentice work or something with them. Yeah. My my daughter, this is really funny. Uh, Gwen thinks that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton like hate each other. And I had to explain to her that like they don't hate each other. That's the whole, <laughs> that's the game, man. They all yeah. love each other. <laughs> yeah. They're just in competition. Yeah. It's like playing basketball with your friends. Yeah. You don't hate, you don't hate the people on the other soccer team. You just. You know, you yeah. you don't hate the people on the other side of the volleyball net. You 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 want to beat them, and that's it. There's I was like, there's tons of pictures of Hillary Clinton standing right with Donald Trump at parties. They're they're real buds. They got they they party together. They hang together. They're they're buddies. Yeah, they're thick as thieves, as they say. Right for sure. Let's take a look at this weird story before we get out of here. Um, I'm reading this from Huffington post and it's, this is just such one of those things about, this is one of those stories I like to talk about where the people that are in charge, people who are, uh, this person is from the house of, uh, she's running for governor of Tennessee. So that means she's in charge of Tennessee, right? (laughs) Yeah. So that's the, who's no one's higher than that. That's like the president of Tennessee. She is the president of Tennessee. She, (laughs) will have the wheels she will have the 
Uh, you get the a state man- highway patrol. It's like her police. Oh, yeah. Force. yeah. You get a you mansion, know? too, right? You get a mansion. You can be the governor. Let's see what the, the person that's running to be the governor of Tennessee, the Republican, by the way, which means she might actually be the governor of Tennessee. Yeah. But uh, does any, this is from Huffington Post. Uh, does anyone know what kind of porn rep Diane Black is watching? Whatever it is, the 67-year-old Black who is running for governor of Tennessee said it's a big part of what's driving the spike in school shootings. What? During a meeting last week with local pastors, Black raised the issue of gun violence in schools and why it keeps happening. Pornography, she said. Oh. It's available on the shelf when you walk into the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, <laughs> she must be in California. <laughs> Those fucking coastal valleys. Yeah, man. that sounds like some hate Ashbury stuff. We are not that way here no, in the Midwest. No, we do not. No, 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 no. We have a curtain. We have a curtain, a velvet curtain. You got to go behind it. You got to send your kids over to the comedy section, and then you need to sneak in behind the curtain Yeah, to get to that pornography. <laughs> yeah, give me the black plastic bag <laughs> for the dad movies. Yeah. So... She does. It is. It's available on, when on the shelf when you walk in the grocery store. Yeah, you, you have to, to reach up to get it. But there's pornography there. She should. She continued. Oh, hustler. They have playboys at the. Don't they have playboys at the grocery store? The motherfuckers will have chick at the grocery store. Chick. Like they, <laughs> chic. They'll, oh, they'll really? put a wee at the groceries. Not at the grocery store, but like I've been to, uh, especially in New York. I've been to a lot of bodegas. Well, that's different. And like that's different morals than the grocery store. I know, but that's what she. I think that's. I think she's talking, oh. she's saying the groceries, because they don't even have Playboy at the grocery store. You ain't getting a chic they at the grocery store. I was wondering if they have You're it. not going to get a club not at with the like grocery a store. Black plastic cover over it? I don't think so. Okay. But it is, uh, it's fairly common. They'll have a shelf at like a, a bodega or a convenience store, whatever you call it. Sure. Where you're from. I know there's a place here called the Dairy Family. Uh-huh. That carries Oh yeah. <laughs> they carry everything. They they're I would say not a very family oriented business. <laughs> but they they carry like bongs and dab rigs and porno and, <laughs> and lottery tickets. T-shirts and you they do U-Haul there. Right. It's just like kind of do everything. Uh she continued, all of this is available without parental guidance. I think that's a big part of the root cause. So I guess as long as you're telling, talking to your kids about the pornography, they're probably not going to shoot anything up. Well, it, wait, parental does, guidance. Does the porn, watching pornography makes them do it? I, she, it didn't. I, 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 like I'm horny for what death. I, she didn't clarify what it is about porn that she thinks is leading to school massacres. Her congressional spokesman did not fuck, respond to a request for comment. Beyond naughty movies, black said school shootings were on the rise because of the deterioration of the family, mental illness, and violent movies. Anything but, like, easy access to guns. Yeah. Easy access to guns, no. That is ridiculous. It's obviously porno that's causing shooting. They will blame... Look, I'm a dude... I am not a gun control guy. But I'm just saying... That, like, easy access to guns contributes to school shootings. It is yeah. a contributing factor. And I don't think that pornography 
is a contributing factor. It's a different gun. Shooting. It's a different gun. Oh God, you're gross. Come on. We don't talk we don't talk that language on this family show. <laughs> no, come and calms me down. Yeah. I wouldn't shoot anything. So wild, man. So porn is the thing. That is causing and this is the And this is somebody that runs the state of Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Tennessee? This is the president of Tennessee that said this. The governor. Yeah, they call him, they call oh, him the governor. Oh, fuck. This is atrocious. These people are so stupid. It's got to be run out of town. They're just so stupid. These people should be tarred and fucking feathered. They're just, they're running everything. And I don't quite, like, I don't get how they get there. Like, how do you, get, you just have to be depraved. Right? You just have to be like just willing to say or do yeah, just, anything in order like, to get completely cynical about it. Yeah. I don't know how. Cause, well, people are like anti porn. I mean, there's a certain group of people that don't mind an anti porn stance. Any way you get there, you know? It's like, eh, well, yeah, I wasn't going to be against the guns anyways. If you're going to make it about pornography too, might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a quiverful Christian over here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if like, I'm not going to sit here and say that like easy access to porn is like a net positive. No, no, it messes some things up, but like fucks up the wiring, but like, it's really low on my list of things that are causing our problems with violence. Cause I really think that like, it's more problems in the bedroom. Yeah. It's more bad grinder and Tinder dates. Yeah. Really? Cause, cause really Again, we talked about this, but like they never acknowledge like like the real violence that like runs this fucking machine that well, yeah. we live in. Yeah, you, I mean, you understand what it's like, hard to address. Also, I mean, a lot of it. I, I mean, so much of it to me feels cultural as well. Right. I think that you know the message and the reason. I would say even reason the part of me and you that come on the radio and just get all right, self-righteous and indignant and stuff does come from this place of like, you know, I'm right. And I'm going to exert my will on everybody else. I just think that people feel like I want the world to be how I want. I want the world to be conservative. It went too far and now I'm going to fucking kill people or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I think that like the fact like just coming off of Memorial Day is like a whole day about dead people. Yeah. That also caused other dead people. You right. know, they that killed that may have, you know, been fighting to kill other people. And like that's what Memorial Day is. That's that's where we are. That that's like that's like just a normal thing. That's something that we all have to celebrate. That's something yeah. that you know, when you're at your cookout and your aunt says, you know, I know we're having a, like a really good time here, but we really need to remember the people who laid down their lives so that we could have these Oscar Mayer hot dogs. <laughs> they don't, they're not talking about the workers who have to like, like shuffle on those factory farms. Those yeah. people they're talking about the, the military and yeah. like the news is, but I don't think kids watch the news now, no. but I, I do think that like, there are a lot of boomers and like older parents that do have the news on around their kids. My daughter grew up, uh, watching the news in the morning just because at the time I had a job and I wanted to turn something on 
while yeah. I was getting ready and I could just hear him talking and she would talk, she would watch it. And, and she's told me recently that like, it used to just scare the shit out of her all the time because it's all violence. It's all yeah. death. And like, so the things we're allowed to watch on TV, even there's like not tender moments, you know, like not Tinder T I N D E R, but like that, like, like, I'm not saying you have to be able to watch sex, but like for a long time, like any movie with even like a, 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 a gay character in it was like rated R and it didn't ma- like broke back mountain was rated R and yeah. it didn't matter what the movie was about or what the context was. It was just, this is, this is fucking rated R, but I can go watch fucking James Bond. Blows people's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, James Bond is PG 13 and he's totally putting fucking bullets in people. Yeah. Cause that's okay. I mean, I talk to people all the time that, that are like really, cause that's been a big thing with me is like, I'm trying not to be for my daughter. I'm not, I am in my personal life a prude. I think, uh, <laughs> most people would probably call me sex negative. Like I enjoy the act of doing it, but I don't enjoy the act of ever talking about it. And I hate being naked. And uh, (laughs) I just want that to be a very private part of my life forever. But I am also trying to like have a healthy relation. Like I want to have, like, I want it. I want to have a healthy sort of relationship with it. Cause I have a daughter in the house and we have, we live in a world where like, it's like stamped down and it's just another thing that I try to do differently from other parents. And I try not to shield her from things like that. But like, that is a very, uh, of all of the things that I do, I think that's the most against the grain thing that I do. And I think that even people who are more just that I don't censor things like that. I, I will let her watch pretty much any fucking movie. It's not like a thing where I'm like, Oh, that has sex in it. That's uncomfortable. There's a lot of parents. I mean, I was watching that shit at a young age. See, I don't know, man. I I always, I always found that like, it was was a lot more. Silk stockings. Well, like eight, nine and shit, but that's not what I'm like. I'm not talking about doing it for like titillation either. Like I want to understand. I want like her to understand that it's like a part of the world. You know, it's a part of life. And it's not a dirty thing, and it's not a bad thing. You, that it's just something that happens. You know, my my daughter, she's five. For those of you that don't know, I have a five year old daughter. She uh, found out about French kissing this week when she watched some movie at your house. Of course, at my she house, there, I'm a dirty motherfucker. I'm sorry. She was there on Saturday, and then Sunday morning when she woke up, she tried to slip my wife the tongue. When ah! She kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> She just loves her more. See, I- yeah, and then she was like, "I won't," you know. Uh, and then Erica was like, "No, no, 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 no. We don't kiss like that." And she's like, "Well, mommies and daddies kiss like that." She's like, "Yeah, but that's you know for a different time." Look, I'm gonna be fair right now, and I want the I want this to be a balanced conversation. The movie they watched was fucking Jumanji. Okay, so, was there kissing in there? I don't know. I didn't actually get a chance to watch it, but th- I think that's all they watched. And now you're like you're watching porno with my with my five year old. I just what don't... was funny though is that after like Erica gave her the talk about forty five minutes later. 
she was like, give me a kiss. And then Charlotte opened her mouth and went, ah, and just started wiggling her head back and forth with her tongue hanging out. <laughs> Kids are fucking crazy. Every one of them is too much for this, like too much for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I'm a real weird, like, I don't, I just, I have that thing. It's the same thing I do with drugs is like a demystification, I guess, in a way where it's like, let's, let's make this. So it's let's, let's make this situation. So she feels comfortable coming to one of us, you know, maybe it'll be my wife. It probably wouldn't be me. Cause I'm a very uncomfortable person, but that she would feel comfortable and able to talk to somebody about problems in like that department and, and things like that and have like a mature outlook on it. And like, I'd see a lot of people. I, I, I know a lot of people who like kind of shield it, but don't like shield violence. And that to me is something that's, that says something about our culture, I guess that like, it's much easier for people to wrap their mind around people getting their heads blown, their kids seeing people getting their heads blown off, but not, like somebody just making love in a fucking movie. I'm not talking about watching porno or anything like that. I'm talking about like a fucking 15, like a 30 second sex scene in some movie, you know? What about like, do you like, uh, be like waxing your wife's ass in front of her? Like put doing a rub down. No, I don't do any of that <laughs> stuff, man. I'm See, a, you gotta I let told her know you, that you gotta let her know though. I'm rarely like that. You hold it down. I don't ever want anybody on this show to think that I have, have sex okay and even in your family though even in my fa- i don't want anybody you want your wife to, to be surprised no i want my wife Brian, to you're know. so sexual right now yeah ooh, he's this is you've been erotic this evening <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just uncomfortable with like any of that stuff i have mm. an unhealthy relationship with that sort of thing maybe not unhealthy because you know like i said it's not like i don't do i'm not like asexual you know sure. what i mean i'm just a dude that's like I never want, I'm a prude. I just never want to talk about any of that stuff. It all makes me uncomfortable. It all makes me like not want to look a person in the eye when they say something. Does that make sense to you? Like somebody, not me, but yes, I understand what you're saying. If somebody says it, somebody says something like sex oriented to me in a conversation, I like then look at the ground and just like, I'm just going to go ahead and look at the ground here. <laughs> no, and man. Be very uncomfortable with I'm this. like, do you throw some spit on that too? Oh, <laughs> Somebody, Cloud Runner in the chat just said erotic Brian t shirt. Yeah. No. Erotic Brian. <laughs> That's not, instead of sad Brian, we can do erotic Brian. No, I'm not a meme anymore if it's going to be erotic Brian. That makes me uncomfortable right <laughs> that now. That would be a good one. <laughs> Oh God, like it's me going like like doing this gimmick in a bath towel yeah in a bath towel <laughs> sucking on your finger here i'll show it to the i'll show it to the people in the chat room here or or can i do this ew don't do that's that. the worst thing that's the, the no. i did the tongue flip thing that uh you're not. Oh no, Steve Orange Sounds said nasty. I'm on it. Sad Brian and lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Orange is the originator of the Sad Brian thing. So yeah, he made that. It might happen. So I don't know. I just I'm glad I got to talk about my insane neurosis about sex. Okay. To end the show That's and good. like kind of messed up talking about uh, kind of messed up trying to explain 
you know, the, the sort of attitude I try to create around my house. Somebody on the, in the group today asked if you cuss in front of your kid. Mm. And that's another thing that like I've demystified around my house to the point where it doesn't happen. My kid doesn't cuss. I cuss yeah. all the time. My kid will not cuss. We had those conversations early on with like, well, cussing and weed was the other one, which is like, how much are we going to hide this? And I'm like, well, I'm not ashamed of either of them, to be honest. And I don't have any like personal rules against them but you got to know what the rest of the world thinks because they're going to certainly you know hold you accountable right i mean at school and at your grandma's house mm -hmm. don't say something is really fucking tasty you know yeah. don't say i fucking love these donuts grandma she doesn't want to hear that she'll put soap in your mouth no. that's what she did to me <laughs> yeah yeah uh i i kind of like i that's the way i explained it to gwen it was like look I don't care if you cuss at all here. When you get out of that house, man, other people's parents are not going to like it. And she, she just was like, oh, I get it. You know, she she understood it. Well, and she it doesn't was, cuss, though. I, I also don't call people a bitch. Like, no. I never say someone's a bitch. I never. I mean, the extent of it is really fuck, which is like the most colorful world, word in the English language. Right? Sure. It's like that that audio file. But yes. <laughs> that was one of the. Yes, it's good. It's, yeah, it's pepper. It's, I mean, I have my 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 theory on my daughter it's is, it's that, salt. is that she is exactly me, but rebelling against me is a different thing than rebelling sure. against my dad. And that's kind of she's rebelling against me in a different way, because I'm always like if she does cuss, it's probably been like three times. I laugh every single time. I think it's the most amazing thing. Yeah. You know, she said shit the other day about something. And I was like, you're cussing around your friends now, huh? You're just big potty mouth when you're yeah. out, not around me, huh? Nice. Yeah. I just don't trust wanna... me, sweetie. <laughs> Sometimes kids get too excessive with their cussing and it's like, okay, calm it down. You know, <laughs> like, let's make it reasonable. Let's make it flow correctly. Let's use it as like an, you know, to pump it up. To pump it up. I'm like, you're a comedian. You're, yeah. That's that is the comedian way to talk about things, right? It's like, you, you're pump. You use fuck to pump things up, yeah. and it's just a cool word. Is it, it sounds serious? Cool. Yeah. If it's if it's serious, or you got to emphasize it, it was fucking big, right? I love Patrick's set thing in the uh, chat saying, if you use those words too much, people will start to think those are the only words you know. And that was yeah, his dad. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. That was his dad saying. Well, my favorite, which one, my, the one I always uh, hated was people use those cuss words or use those words because they don't know any other ones. Yeah. Right? Because you can't. Lincoln Park does that. You can't speak any better or something like that. Yeah, that's Lincoln Park's thing. It's like, oh, I can write songs without the F word. And I was like, yeah, yeah it would be fucking much cooler if they had the Yeah, F fuck is like, everybody knows about fuck, though. Yeah, everybody people knows like to the yell fucking it. feeling of fuck. Well, people like to yell it, too. Like, yeah. that's Break Stuff was a fucking hit song because people like yelling, break your fucking face tonight. That sure. part was, like, really exciting. You that know? does it. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a part. Of, I mean, it is a part of language, but I and I do... I think that it is also something that like when you break it out in public, like if you do, you know, go and cross that line, I do think it should still be there. Like, right. I don't I don't think it should be a free, disgusting society where people just, you know, are having these really crude, <laughs> awful, yeah. gross conversations loudly everywhere. And especially if you're talking to somebody else, if you start if you breach that, it should be like, all right. I mean, you're really 
testing the limits. It can be frowned upon. I sure. I've always I love frowned upon things. I love yeah. like that sort of thing. And I I do think like yeah, it's probably a good idea to like kind of frown upon it just because it's like these graphic conversations or are kind of. I don't. I I try to watch my mouth when I'm not. Like I don't cuss everywhere. I like I don't cuss everywhere I go. I do on stage. Like I cuss more in public than probably the average person because sure. I'm a performer and it's just part of the thing. But like I I I try to clean it up when I'm like getting food or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't say let me get a motherfucking chalupa. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> All right. Well, I I think we're done, man. Is that the show? That's the show, baby. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it, as always. We are Street Fight Radio. Uh, if you want to support what we do, this is all on an independent basis. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Radio. For $1 a month, you get access to the bonus shows. $3 a month, you get a copy of the digital zine that we put out. For $8 a month, you can have the physical copy of the zine sent to your house uh, if you're listening to this now, I don't know if you're going to hear it in time, but, um, if you get in before June 1st, we're doing a coloring book for June. You'll still be able to print out the pages if you don't get in there in time, but, uh, it's going to be cool to send those out. So those will be on the way. We are also going to be live in Columbus, Ohio on Monday, June 4th from 6 to 8 PM at cafe Kerouac, the Kilgore book zine people, set up this event with us and I stupidly didn't check the email and get a right time. So I'm very sorry for the short notice, but if you're in Columbus, Ohio, come hang with the gang. We're going to do a show on Monday. Um, they're going to talk about their zines. I'm going to get Brian to talk about the street fight zine. Uh, I'm going to try to play host and get a good conversation going. It's going to be a lot of fun with a lot of cool, interesting people. So please check that out. Monday, June 4th, 6 to 8 p.m. at Cafe Kerouac. It's Kilgore Books Comics Release Party. Um, other than that, for $5 a month, you get access to the live video streams. If you want to see our beautiful faces, that's what you need to do. We are Street Fight Radio. Peace. Shades of delight.
Say it loudly and proudly. Fuck you.